Welcome to the LU Moment. Thanks for listening. I'm Shelley Vitanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University. Each week, we showcase the great events, activities, programs, projects, and people at Lamar University. I've got great news to share with all of you. Uh, Dr. Quinn Kwan, Associate Professor of Civil and Environmental Engineering, has recently received funding for two research grants to address regional flooding. How timely. One grant from the Office of Oceanic and Atmospheric Research and National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration was awarded for a project to assess the flooding risk of water infrastructures under a changing climate and to develop plans to retrofit, upgrade, or relocate them to lower risk profiles. And the second one was from the Texas Land Grant Office. And it was awarded for a comprehensive study to help communities examine their flooding risk using up-to-date precipitation frequency estimates and to determine the most cost-effective measures to implement a plan that will address both the stormwater runoff and downstream water quality issues arising from it. How exciting. When I talked to the doctor, she said that she's focusing on flooding mitigation to help the Southeast Texas community. Just love that. Had to share it with you guys. That is good news for all of us. We need some some flood risk mitigation, don't we? Uh, How about some other good news? Soon, eight elementary schools in Southeast Texas will be equipped with Innovative Learning Labs, a high-tech STEM-centric space called The Nest, was opened in May 2019 at Peach MacArthur Elementary, and it has served as a model space for more labs, two of which opened this month, one at Blanchett Elementary on Sarah Street and another at the Charlton Pollard Elementary School on Jackson Street. The nest evolved from a relationship between Lamar University and the neighborhood surrounding the campus, which includes Peach MacArthur and Blanchett. Norman Ballard, Lamar University's assistant to the president for community relations and founding member of the Southport Neighborhood Partnership, has been an instrumental in uh, bringing these these nests uh, to fruition. And Norman is in studio, uh, and he brought one of his friends, um, uh, Marco uh, Bourne, our athletic director, because they've got some other good news to share. I'm just calling this the good news, <laughs> <laughs> the good news uh, edition of the LU moment. And um, I thought you guys, I mean, it's already been announced. Thank you for being here, by the way. Thank you for having us. Thank you. It's already been announced, but but let's let's just go ahead and make the announcement about what's going to happen on October 26th at Lamar University. Who wants to do it? October 26th. Is that the right date? October 26th is the correct date. Oh, good. The evening of. The evening of. Drum roll. Yeah. None other than the world-renowned. <laughs> he goes by one alphabet <laughs> with a doctor in front. Dr. Uh, J, Dr. Julius, Winfield, Irving. Oh, you the know the third. whole. Oh, wow. The doctor is making a house call, and we're excited. Shelly, we elated. Uh, it's a fundraising event for both our men and women's basketball uh, program, um, and we hope to sell the place out and – Beaumont has uh, responded very well, and uh, we're going to continue to uh, market the the product. But Julius will be here as our keynote speaker uh, for the basketball banquet the evening of October 26th. Now, do we do this every year? Talk to me about the basketball banquet. We, we have we have a an athletic banquet. Yeah. Um, here recently, we have not done an, a, a football banquet and a basketball banquet in the same year, so we may rotate. But I'll let the athletic director talk to that more. Next year will probably be uh, a football banquet. Last year we had a football banquet with none other than Joe Washington. And actually, uh, that's how we networked to get Julius with uh, through Joe Washington. That was your in. That was the network. 
I wondered how that that comes about. I mean, it's got to be kind of hard to find these folks and get them to pay attention. So if I may, I don't want to dominate the whole conversation, let Marco talk, but after Joe... uh, We're used to that, Norm, with you. (laughs) you. (laughs) So after Joe uh, uh, got back to Oklahoma, by the way, he works at the University of Oklahoma in a similar position. Oh. Uh, Well, he's been doing it a lot longer than I have, but Mm -hmm. something similar to what I do here on campus. So you guys bonded. We bonded. Y'all connected. Well, he's a Port Arthur Lincoln guy. I'm a Beaumont Hubert guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then we were sharing uh, pleasantries about him coming back home. And then he said, if there's anything I can ever do for you, bro, let me know. I said, well, <laughs> <By the way. laughs> I need for you to help me secure your former business partner. Mm. So when Joe played for the Washington Redskins, his coach, Joe Gibbs, was, uh, after he retired, he got into NASCAR racing. And Joe Washington, the all-pro NFL running back, and the all-NBA uh, one of the top five ever, Julius Irving, became the first minority business owners in NASCAR racing. See, you, you really, you really got to dig deep, and you got to know all this stuff. And you guys, I don't know how you keep all that stuff in your head and the connections and all that, but you knew that. So I knew you, that because uh-huh. I'd, I'd done some research uh-huh, uh, when uh-huh. we were securing Joe for last year. And Joe Washington deserves a lot of the credit, not Norman Ballard, but – through that networking effort, he helped mm-hmm. us to secure Julius. We've been working on this since January of, of last 19, year of nineteen. Yeah, yeah. So well, that is so exciting. We we are yeah we're elated. Yeah, that's great. I, you're going to easily sell out. I know so many people are going to want to come to the banquet. Sure. And uh, so, talk to me a little bit about the banquet. Um, what can people expect? Is it is it dinner? Is it just a talk? I mean, what what happens at the banquet? Yeah, so we'll have, uh, first of all, we'll sell on tables at different price levels. Uh, we've got, uh, uh, we started at 1000 go all the way up to $15,000. Um, the the $15,000 table is, is spoken for, but we, we are at the $10,000, $5,000, and $1,000 tables are still available. We There'll be a VIP reception at uh, 4.30 to about 5.30. Um, you would have to be buying a five, ten, dollars or $15,000 table to be able to get in that VIP reception. Um, you'll be able to take pictures with Julius in, in that VIP reception, and we'll have a, a sign some autographs. He'll have pictures to sign. So if you want to touch, feel, and and, and smell Julius, you, <laughs> you want to buy that five, ten, and fifteen thousand dollar table. Um, those those tables will also be served. So, so we'll have a buffet style uh, meal uh, in the arena when we start the the event Montaigne uh, Center. at the Montaigne Center yeah. on the floor of Montaigne. Um, those tables, the five, ten, and fifteen thousand dollar tables, will be served at the table. Uh, the rest of the table will be buffet style food that you'll pick up um, in in line there uh, we'll have an asa- we have a sound auction um, with some some of Julius items that he'll sign mm. um, we'll have a couple of uh, experiences for our fans to travel with the, either the men's team or the women's team this year um, so and we'll announce those items probably a week or so before so people can kind of plan for what we're actually social media aux- uh, uh, social media on our website so we'll, we'll make sure okay. that people know what the auction items are they'll be able to bid on them early online but then also at the event uh, as a sound auction um, we'll have uh, our basketball uh, teams will both be there men and women um, they'll sit at some of the tables as well so our fans will be able to meet those guys oh, um, good. Uh, some of the new players obviously that we have um, we'll a have lot of new players this lo- year on the yeah on, on the men's side a lot about eight or nine i think um which i've watched them practice they're looking really good um, we, we might have a, fr- a freshman of the year he, he looks really good and i watched the girls practice last last night too and and aqua and her new staff um, they're, they're fun to watch so so i would encourage people to buy their season tickets too while they're at it while they buy a table too um for, for the event but uh, we'll have a, again uh, the food there that's part of your your uh, ticket purchase and your table purchase um our basketball coaches will probably say a few words and then obviously 
obviously Julius will be the main act uh, that night, and and we're not sure what he's going to talk about, um, but he's <laughs> got he's he, he I'm sure yeah. he'll make it a lot of fun, and um, it'll be a fun event to celebrate not only uh, our, both of our basketball teams, but the kickoff of basketball season. Both of our teams uh, will play that following week to kick off their season. Uh, the, so that's it's how quick it. Yeah, wow. uh, November fifth, okay. the, the the men will kick off on November fifth with their regular season opener. The women will have an exhibition game that night. Uh, so uh, the following week is when we'll when we'll start playing for real. And um, so it's an, it's a great way to to celebrate both of our teams, our university, the, the community, um, and just a game of, of basketball, really. And uh, I think uh, it'll be a really, really fun event. Um, the, the the football banquet last year was my first time here to, ha- to have a banquet like that uh, here in Beaumont, the Golden Triangle. And, and that was a lot of fun. So uh, like no one was saying, we'll probably rotate some of it. We may do a football banquet again next year and try to secure a, a really uh, – big name for that hopefully um, but it takes a lot of planning and, and a lot of credit to Norman and the staff and obviously Joe Washington helping us secure and Dr. J but um, our staff has done a nice job of putting it all together um, we had a meeting yesterday to kind of uh, uh, make sure we stay on task right, uh, right. we'll meet again a couple a more times deal. before that so yeah, yeah it's, it's going to be a really first class event um, so I encourage people if they if they can't you know if 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 you don't want to buy a table try to find yourself seven friends um, so you can you can pull uh, eight people together right, um, right. Uh, and, and buy a thousand dollar table um, I'm sure some of us can find seven friends to to come to an event like that so well, um, it'll be a lot of fun. Talk to us about how important this banquet is to the program yeah. raising money and Absolutely. where that money goes. Yeah. Marco. Well, uh, obviously uh, you know all the net proceeds will will be split fifty fifty between the men and women and both have 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 different needs you know i mean uh some of them will uh, use it for recruiting um it's really up to take an aqua what they do with those funds but uh, i know i know aqua is looking to uh do do maybe a foreign trip next year where she'll go overseas in the summer and and, and play some games there to, to get ready for the season and we'll have some you know always there's always facility upgrades i know we just renovated the locker rooms this past year um but but there's still always needs as this is this facilities Ongoing. arms race that we have mm-hmm. and uh, we always want to want to upgrade things and and uh It'll get invested in our student-athletes is probably the biggest message I want to uh, convey is um, those the, the net proceeds will all benefit our student-athletes in some form or fashion over the next year or two. And something that Tick and Aqua, they're, they're really diligent with their money, very fiscally responsible, and this will only help them enhance them and, and make them more competitive, and, and it'll, it'll, it'll help them be more successful for sure. So it'll benefit both teams uh, tremendously. Perfect. Uh, you've been here for a little over almost two years? A year and a half, yes. Yeah. It feels like two, but yeah, a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's, well, you know what? It's, <laughs> I, it's, it's a lot of fun. Well, we've had a, we've had some, you know, quite a few challenges since you got here, yeah. um, and, and many weather related. Yeah. Um, so let's 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 talk about what you're seeing in, in, in athletics and and what you're proud of and what we can maybe expect in the future. Well, I think the biggest thing I'm proud of um, is our staff and how we how we support each other and how we how we work together um and, and i guess you know you can tie the flood in with that a little bit and the weather i mean sure, we're, we we sure. work together i mean we, we're, we're a family we support each other and yeah. you know we um our, i think our student athletes do a great job of supporting each other they were out and about doing community service uh, yes. after the flood and they still continue to do it some of our teams are doing something this weekend and mm-hmm. um just you know it's, it's great to kind of see them all being on the same page that mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily the case when i got here but we are we we are really we are LU, our hashtag, our slogan that we use all the time. And um, that's not just athletics, it's university. And, and really it proud is. of the university mm-hmm. and, and the community and how we 
we always do things together, but we've really come together here recently. And um, yeah, that's that's what I'm most what I'm most proud of. And you know, academically, we do a really great job in the classroom. We're our student athletes are students first. That's what they're called, student athletes. Yes. Um, so you know, our GPAs, our uh, graduation rates are, are are terrific, and and our coaches do a great job of holding our kids accountable, um, holding each other accountable, uh, and and putting academics and making academics a priority. Um, and and uh, you know, if, as long as you do your academics right, you get the privilege of playing in your sport and. And they all realize that, and um, so that's that's what I'm probably most proud of is just that commitment to academic success. Well, I got to tell both of you, I was really proud of uh, homecoming. I thought homecoming was yep. a fabulous event. Uh, when we left the game that night, people were still partying, still tailgating, still having a great time. I mean, yep. it was yep. the parade was fabulous, the the fan fest. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything about it was yep. just fun. I feel sorry for people who didn't go. Yeah, they really missed yeah. out on the. They have on three the more opportunities party. to come too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, but homecoming was uh, homecoming. The parade was was awesome. The way we extended the route, um, how we combined, um, and Courtney Horton needs to get a lot of credit for the oh way she gosh. plans homecoming. Amazing. But you know, when I first got here, I met with her on on how can we how can we combine athletics and and the university on a lot of different levels, but especially for homecoming and and us combining the fan fest with our tailgating area. I thought worked out really really well. Uh, the the cardinal walk, the team walk was probably the best we've ever had, and um, just seeing all the tail- Tailgating and the music and the, the the food and and then the crowd in the, in the stadium. You know that was that was and uh, families, whole families, whole families. And I mean, we had we had yeah. we had a ton of kids out there, which was which was terrific and mm-hmm. um, just just a, a great great day. Um, weather was perfect too, which which helped. Um, I think it's going to be even more perfect next year, <laughs> November seventh, twenty twenty, is homecoming. Yeah, and be I'm nice. really it'll excited be, because yeah. I was oh, sweaty yeah. from the top of my head yeah. all the way. It'll to be my a little cooler in November. It'll yeah. be good. So it's going to be better. All right, we just got about one minute, Norm. You always have something up your sleeve. Um, and so why don't you give us a little tea? What are, you, what are you excited about? What are you working on? What can you share with us that's going on with Norm Ballard at Lamar University? We, we, we always have something cooking. Yes, I know that. Uh, of course, we're gonna, <laughs> uh, when I leave this event, uh, I'm going to go pick up the president, and we have a 1030, a 10.30 uh, ribbon cutting at Blanchett, one of those innovative learning labs Fabulous. today. And then next Wednesday on the 9th, we'll do our third innovative learning lab at Charlton Pollard. And the plan, uh, as, you, as you earlier stated with your comments, is to do a total of eight. But we will have our hands full Yes. Um, this academic year with three innovative learning labs. And in 30 more seconds, let me tell you one more Julius story. So Faster than 30. Okay. Billy Tubbs. Yeah. Found out that Julius was coming. So yeah. he wants to know his itinerary. Wants to play golf. Awesome. So he's coming in from Oklahoma. Love it. We're bringing them all in. Bring them all in. We got great people on the campus, and we bring great people to the campus. Lamar University is the pride of Southeast Texas. Thanks for listening to the LU Moment. I'm Shelley Vitanza, Director of Public Affairs. See you next week.